Porsche, Ford GT, Ferrari, Corvette. The battle is on for the EMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship at Virginia International Raceway. See who wins during the Michelin GT Challenge, August 23rd through 25th. Tickets include pit access so you can rub elbows with the drivers and be there as the green flag drops. Located near Danville, Virginia, free to ages 16 and under and active military. Includes free parking. Tickets at VIRnow.com. That's VIRnow.com. Virginia International Raceway. Hey there, all of you amazing patrons. It's X, and I'm here with Kyle and Felicia, and this is the Utah Outcast Secret Patron Show. Uh, this is the special content we provide to the folks who are so generous to share at least a dollar a month with us. And after the, uh, I got a little bit of soul searchy with like the people at the end of my my two hour live stream that I had with the <laughs> with the yeah. flat Earth people, and like like I I I went back and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm done with this thing. Let's talk. What do you guys want to talk about? And so people were like asking Q and A session with X, and I was just like, oh well, let's talk about these kinds of things. And I was like, you know, if you really like these kind of things, we do. Uh, Patron only chat uh, live streams that happen mm-hmm. every week, so you should go join us. And there was like seven people that signed up like within the week, and I was like, nice. Fuck, that's, that's pretty cool, man." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they want to hear it's, more about what yeah, the fuck we have to say. So that's a good way. It's a good way to do. I I enjoyed our live stream. <laughs> oh God, there's some people trying to come at us. Somebody called me a. Somebody said something about me being fat or something like that. About you know. You guys making commentary isn't a live teardown of his video of the uh, the Matt Powell video, and I'm like, I don't fucking care. We talked about him for like two and a half hours. Fuck yourself if you if you think you get to come along and be like, I'm gonna shit on your thing because that's that's not helpful, not at all. Constructive <laughs> criticism. So anyway, what we're gonna talk about this week is uh, this was originally gonna be something we were gonna put into the regular show, but it deserves its own patron only one. Uh, John Chow. The missionary that went to Sinhalese Islands. We have talked about him before. Mm-hmm. However, the New York Times did a little bit more research, and they've come out with a report about all of the people who influenced and enabled this guy uh, to do what he did. So uh, this comes from the Friendly Atheist blog at Patheos.com, and he says, It's unclear to what degree his family had a hand in what happened. Chow's father, Patrick... A psychiatrist says he disagreed with his son on various religious matters and didn't want him to travel to the North Sentinel Island to the tribe's home. But all the people behind All Nations, which is the group, which is an American evangelical group headquartered in Kansas City, Missouri, which I think President Trump earlier today mistakenly called them St. Louis, which. What a fucking dummy. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know what city you're in. Like you could at least write it at the at the fucking top of the lectern, so you know what city you're fucking in. Come yeah, but th- yeah, but then he would have to read it. So all nations gave him the, and this the, this is the key thing here. Not just him, but multiple others. A crash course in converting wild heathens. It says here. Wow, that's not racist. No, 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 no. Hang on, just fucking wait. <laughs> it gets better. So, Months before undertaking the most forbidding journey in his life as a young missionary, this is the quote from the New York Times, uh, to a remote Indian Ocean island, John Allen Chow was blindfolded and dropped off on a dirt road in a remote part of Kansas. What? And after a long walk, he found a mock village in the woods inhabited by missionaries dressed in odd thrift store clothes, pretending not to understand a word that he said. John's role was to preach the gospel 
and the others were supposed to be physically aggressive. Some came at him with fake spears speaking gibberish. They didn't specifically say what that gibberish was, but I can only imagine white guys dressed in blackface going ooga booga to him kind of thing. What the hell is this crazy? Yeah, we have missionary training camps where they (laughs) people dressing up in I can't. We have, we have method missionary camps now. I... <laughs> so, okay, um, so that that exercise said Executive Mary Ho of all nations was, quote, designed to reflect an amalgamation of many different aspects of language and culture that a missionary might encounter in the field. Spears, thrift store clothing, and shouting in gibberish. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, you know, their languages are just gibberish. It doesn't make any sense. You know, even though we have anthropologists that have tried to listen to this stuff and they Things don't. There? Go ask Roger. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> we can hear it. It's he so fucking loud. <laughs> He's so loud. I took him to the vet not long ago. They thought he was a wild cat. Um, like, can you cut his vocal cords? <laughs> no. No, don't. No, I'm just joking. I'm joking, people. But he wants wet food and he's really insistent, and so I'm telling him to go ask Roger. <laughs> he's not jumping up on me, so he might think about it. So this we'll uh, <laughs> uh, it was part of an intensive and somewhat secretive three-week missionary training camp, said Ho, that John was one of the best participants in this experience that we've ever had. And Himmet here goes on to say, given what his would-be converts killed Chow within a day of his first unwelcome overture, I leave it to you to imagine the performance of the camp's worst participants. I mean, just think about it. If he was the best one they ever had, wow. he got fucking slaughtered in a day. Uh, yeah, also- like, what were their worst? I'm sorry. Um, oh, it gets fucking worse. It gets so much worse in this article. So- I, okay, <laughs> I have so much hate in my heart. Like, so much hate in my heart for these missionaries that want to go preach the gospel to these, like, uncontacted uncivilized savage tribes one they're not savage these they're not they're not stupid they're not stupid uh they know there's an outside world they know okay um they mostly also know that they if they contact the outside world then they'll be colonized to fuck because they have oral histories of colonization yeah, yeah. they haven't forgotten either um yeah when england came and tried to fucking colonize them yeah and spain <laughs> And all of them in America and everyone just tried to like fuck these natives to death. And um they worked and it worked. Um yep. they know, they know that. And they know that we have technology that they don't have. And um for a lot of these uncontacted tribes, not these ones on these islands, uh, because they see helicopters, they 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 know helicopters right. exist. Yeah. And prob- they probably know that they're not magic and that they're machines. They, yeah, they uh, can see I, people inside of them. That's yeah, the thing. You yeah. Know? yeah. They probably know they're, they're, they're machines. They're, uh, they see boats and people. shit. They yeah. know. They know. I mean, their people used to have boats. They used to go out and travel and shit. They fucking know what a boat is. And they can probably fucking figure out a helicopter. Like, they can't, they can't make one, but they can go, that's a boat in the sky. Like they got it. They figure they're not idiots. Um, yeah, no. which is essentially what a helicopter is, honestly. Like if we're it's, talking, yeah, yeah, it's a skyboat. It's a skyboat. Sky so like they're <laughs> There's like, the episode title. <laughs> skyboat. Skyboat. Uh, so 
so like they, they, they're not idiots and they understand but they don't want to like be fucked to death that's it that's it that's all they just don't well, want to be fucked to death now that's felicia it. what i think you're you're not seeing here is the the positive side of this colonization that could happen sorry i can't even fucking keep a straight face on this one sorry you know we need a disneyland resort on that fucking island <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really serious about it. Anyway, yeah, it just, just my, it, I got a little sick. I got a little yeah. sick. Uh, well, I do, I do appreciate the fact that the Indian government is trying to say, "Hey, stay the fuck away from these people." You know, I, I yep. like the fact that they're letting them be for yeah, the most part. No, no, I, However, uh, it's assholes like this guy that are going out and trying to fucking poke the bear. And what happens when you poke the bear in the Bible, or you know, make fun of the bald guy that has the bear? Or wait, no, the bald guy got sad when kids called him baldy so yeah he's god sent she bears to kill the kids that's what it was that's right. yeah I mm-hmm. so i um there are some anthropologists who are experts in these tribes and i brought up on them uh through national geographic actually and they would like to because a lot of the tribes especially in southern america would like to have more contact with other tribes and be able to do more trade and stuff they just don't want to be fucked to death yeah. and so they such a a terrible thing to not want to be killed yeah um (laughs) so what they would but they would like to you know trade and learn and because that's what people did forever and ever and ever right is we traded cultures and ideas and experience and we moved between each other and that was like normal and a lot of these rural tribes that's what they did is they just interacted with each other and now they can't because colonialism yeah i just want people to go back and listen to the danny k song um what the fuck is it is it bongo bongo or is like where oh shit yeah where it's like hey who's the savage you know it's like (laughs) you guys are coming here for vacation but this is my every fucking day living here in the tropical jungle and having a good time just going fishing and stuff like that so what's wrong with you people (laughs) there's some there's some anthropologists who think that we should be sending vaccinated uh, verified healthy anthropologists to go make contact mm-hmm. and bringing vaccines yeah. to them. Um, because when we do, we've done vaccines on like people who like from the tribes to make contact with us, right? They work. Yeah. Like that's, they, they don't mind vaccines because again, they're not stupid. They're not idiots. They're not savages. They're like, they're, they, we they just have them, ignorance about modern stuff is all it is. Yeah, so we is. explain like the needle is medicine, and they're like, it's medicine? And they're like, it's medicine. And they're like, all right. Okay. <laughs> Germ Sounds theory fucking works, you know? Yeah, like, they're again, like, they they want to share this knowledge, but they just don't want everything about their lives to be destroyed. <laughs> we just don't want to be and fucked honestly, to death. Some of, they don't <laughs> want to be fucked to death. Uh, a, lot of their, a lot of their existence sounds pretty fucking sweet. They don't have the sexual hangups a lot of us have. They don't have capitalism, which sounds delightful. Um, <laughs> they have, you know, these communities in which they all exist and thrive and, and, and really supportive emotional relationships in a lot of these communities. Um, I don't blame them for not wanting that to be fucked to death. And, and so, uh, but like there's some anthropologists who say like what we could do is send some people in to vaccinate them and then if they travel between tribes they these these anthropologists could get medical help in to deal with things that they're not immune yeah. to and and then they're going to survive them right because it's not that their immune systems are shitty 
It's just that they don't have the medical facilities to survive and then build up immunities to a lot of things as well. So, so keep we that in mind that, because we do and have then, a... like just keep that reserve, but that's not what these religious fucks want to do, is it? No, that's no, not what no. they want to do. That's so, not what they want to fucking do. They want to fuck them to death. That's what they want to do. <laughs> so we have a lot more article to get to. So let's let's oh, get to. There's a lot more to this one. So just hang okay, on a second. Okay. So. He underwent linguistic training and studied to become an EMT. If Chow had been truly rigorous, would he have gotten himself killed right off the bat? What kind of linguistics training would have prepared him for successful communications with a tribe that is so fucking remote, and I added the fucking year, and confrontational that literally no outsider knows their language? If he was well-equipped in the language department, why did he address the tribe's people in English and in, uh, I can't remember how to pronounce it, but it's like, it's the 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 clicking language in Africa. It's the Xhosa, like it's spelled X H O S A, but it's, the, it's supposed yeah. to make the Xhosa, you know, or whatever how yeah. you say how you do it. I, am I can't fucking do it. Now. Sorry, I can barely squeak by in bad German and Japanese. <laughs> so I mean, though I do, I have been told my Japanese is really fucking on point. Except I speak like a woman. I've heard been told that one. Oh. That's because they have a very fucking gendered language. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Oh, okay, anyway, so it says, it says here, continuing in the New York Times article, Chow was determined to translate the Bible into the language that the people on the North Sentinel speaks, and which has stumped anthropologists, whose whole fucking career is trying to understand languages, cultures, and stuff of other people. But no, he's the Christian. He's going to go in there and be like, I got this shit. I'm going to go ahead and just it's call supposed it. To be, it's supposed to be a very old language. Right, right. Or, well, or the thing is, look, it's really not that hard. You just have to read the Bible to them louder. <laughs> They'll get it. There was a whole mash thing where, like, Pierce was talking, not Pierce, what was it? it was, uh, Frank was trying to talk to the, the Korean people, like, louder yeah. and slower. And Hawkeye's like, I don't think you're saying it's slow enough and loud enough to these people. Frank. <laughs> okay, so it, this language is unintelligible to people who even live on nearby islands. So, yeah. Um, it, even if he studied to be an EMT, which I fucking I don't believe that at all. What the? F- I was. How, how could he have not known that he risked killing people as he reportedly wished to save, considering that they likely have no immunity to viral illnesses like measles, influenza, and common cold? And it says here, it doesn't matter. Speaking of the viruses, Chow was seized by a metaphorical one, a feverish, irrational passion to amass souls for his god by hook or crook. Like, let's be Mm -hmm. clear. These people never get the cold. They never get sick. They don't get just, like, a cold. They just don't. Yeah. They just don't. Uh, But infections are probably a bitch for them. Yeah. All right, continuing from the New York Times article, it says, It was an obsession. Ever since Mr. Chow learned in high school through a missionary website, the Joshua Project, that the North Sentinel people were perhaps the most isolated in the world, he was hooked. Much of what he did, the rest of his short life, was directed towards this mission. He would pull up Google Maps and point to a green speck in a place that no one ever heard of, the the Andaman Islands, far off the coast of India, and tell his friends with a buoyant smile, I'm going there. No, you're not. And one one of his friends, John yeah, Ramsey, said, "My friends tried to talk him out of it. He said it was what he felt called to do, and he was pretty made up his mind already. So he didn't seem like persuasion would do a lot of good anyway." Ramsey and other friends of Chow's admitted that they knew that the mission was extremely dangerous and illegal because for the years 
the Indian government has prohibited outsiders from visiting the island. But they also said they were totally in awe of what he was trying to do. So it's okay if he's going to break the law because we we agree with it. Yeah, sure. Uh, seeing Mr. Chow was a pure expression of their faith. Tellingly, one of Chow's heroes was Jim Elliott, which was an American evangelical missionary killed in Ecuador. Fucking figures. <laughs> so, Elliot and Chow both lived and died by what Christians refer to as the Great Commission, which is the belief oh, that Christ's commi- command that yeah. his followers spread Christendom to every inhabited corner of this planet. And it says here in the book of Matthew, the resurrected Jesus says, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. So, several of Chow's friends said that more than anything else, this explains why Chow did what he did. That's just, I, I, uh, like, there's so much wrong with it, and... It's fucking gross, man. Yeah, it really, really is. I mean, there's and if you... cruelty there. There's Even if you wanted to, even if you wanted to bring it down to just, like, the most basic level here of just annoying the shit out of people. He was killed for annoying people. He, he died for annoying people, and it's like, if we could get away with similar stuff here in Utah when we get fucking knocked on the door <laughs> by the J-dubs and by the fucking the Mormons, it'd be like, arrow through the fucking people every goddamn time. <laughs> no, we can't do that because that's murder and we're, we, we know better. That's the thing. Yeah, our homes aren't sovereign land, libertarians. No. I'm standing my ground against the religious people. I guarantee, like, <laughs> well, like, okay, so the, the Christians who are like, uh, there needs to be legal repercussions. I'm sorry, he was... He broke the law. <laughs> yeah, he broke their law? And the Indian government law. And, and the Indian government law. Uh, yeah, so, but, like, he entered their land, and by right. their laws, he was punishable by death. Well, yeah, by any... And, by, like, and he any knew strength. they were aggressive, and he knew, mm-hmm. like... I'm really? sorry, but like, I there's a part of me that wants these people to have access to dental care, which is what killed most people before 40. Yeah. Um, I want them to have access to antibiotics, and um, vaccinations aren't really a big deal unless they're going to want to trade with other people. Um, yeah, don't take blankets like, from white people. That's all I'm going to say right there is just. <laughs> like yeah. I, I want, I want their women to have uh, Google it, motherfuckers. Options. Google it. I want their women to have birth control options and uh, maternal care. You know, a, a prenatal care. I, I want all of that for them, but I don't want it to come at the expense of them losing everything that makes them, because that is really the price that we've paid for colonialism. Yeah. And yes, there's been amazing <clears throat> advances in science. And I love these advances in science. Trust me, I am super duper glad as a woman who's had a UTI that antibiotics exist. Um, oh, could but, you imagine letting that shit run its course? Oh, oh dear God. Because, like, <laughs> that can kill you. Yeah, yeah. It, that can yeah. fucking kill you. Like, yeah, there, there are things, yeah, sure, run its course. Uh, yeah, the end of that course is death. Yeah. death. <laughs> Sometimes you come back. Sometimes you don't. Uh, I, I once uh, a wisdom tooth scratched my cheek and it got infected. It was the craziest fucking thing. And like, <laughs> I'm like, what would I have done without antibiotics? I don't even know. Hey, Felicia, like, that, 
That says intelligent design if I've never heard it fucking before. <laughs> yeah, intelligent design. My own teeth can scratch my cheek and give me an infection. What the fuck is that? Deadly infection, know. too. So. Yeah, like, what the fuck? So the article oh continues. God. It says uh, that mission work has soared. It says the number of American Christian missionaries going overseas has increased to around 130,000 today from 57,000 in 1970. Uh, the reasons, scholars say, is the rise of evangelicalism, which is completely fucking Africa right now. You know, we fucked mm-hmm. Africa before, and we're currently fucking it now, thanks to Christianity. Leave Africa so. alone! <laughs> Everyone just stop with Africa. An increase in the number of independent churches organizing their own missions and the ease of travel or other reasons behind it. But in a sense, it says here from him that John Chow got what he wanted because in a note it revealed after his death that he wrote, quote, remember, the first one to heaven wins. Oh, death cult. <laughs> death cult. Disgusting. Yeah. So there's a uh, Quartz India reports that All Nations has come under scrutiny for its role in Chow's death and for its culpability should, in endangering yeah. the lives of the Sentinelese. All Nations claims that every year its representatives train around 3,500 missionaries in 35 cities to learn church planting, that they said, so that churches rapidly multiply through people groups across the world. The organization attempts to target isolated indigenous peoples whom they often identify as unreached people groups. You can come up with a better terminology than that, though. Uh, recent interviews with All Nations leadership revealed that its complicity in some of the mission's key failures. For example, the fact that Chow was illegally trying to proselytize while on a tourist visa. Mm. And that the steps he took to protect the Sentinelese from disease seemed to have been woefully inadequate. And I'm going to talk about this one because, yeah, holy that's shit, yeah. what he chose to do on this one. Uh, plenty of fr- Christian friends. Uh, him in here says, like, uh, Benjamin Corey think this type of missionary work is beyond the pale. Uh, an Episcopal peace priest from Denver named uh, Broderick Greer took to Twitter and he wrote, A great fear of mine that there would be those who frame Chow's death as martyrdom. Going to an isolated, vulnerable tribe to declare Jesus and them defending their delicate ecosystem by killing you isn't martyrdom. No. And so, but such uh, sentiments fell on death ears among swaths of hardcore evangelicals. Uh, Jeff Leahy, a pastor in Oneida, Oneida, New York, sorry. Unfortunately, I don't agree. The young man was willing to give his life so these unreached people here could hear, and he misspelled here with H-E-R-E, about Jesus. There is, or sorry, there, and it's wrong there, it's T-H-E-R-E instead of there, possessive ecosystem means nothing in comparison to eternity they don't fucking care that's the no. thing no that's the thing is that they want they are colonizers they want to take away their, their culture they want to fuck them to death that's all they care about and they think that if they convert them then they win they don't care about their actual happiness or their existence or the way they do things or the knowledge they might have they don't yeah. they, none of it they don't care about any of that they so don't just bring me about back these people at all, except for commodities for Jesus. That's ah, colonialism is modern it's Christianity, just, and it is capitalism because that's what we did. It that's just brings me a lot of it. Brings me back to Black Panther, of course, where mm-hmm. Surrey calls uh, uh, what Bilbo Baggins, Ross. yeah, yeah, Ross. yeah, Ross. calls yeah. him colonizer. <laughs> yeah. 
colonizer. Which so many people took umbrage with that when it first came <laughs> up, and it was just like, you remember the ex-boyfriend William, right? Like you guys don't even fucking know. You don't William, even know how unwelcome you are throughout the world. <laughs> William was straight up offended by that line. We went to it together, and he was like, "I don't know." When she called him colonizer, and I was like, "Really?" Hey, like William, but, have you? You need to look at some African history, there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are the colonizer, huh? Well, even even and Killmonger I, I, fucking recognized it at the way. very beginning of the movie, yeah. where he was talking about how, hey, this tool, this isn't actually from this tribe, it's from Wakanda, and he's like, that's okay, I'm going to take it off your hands, because you guys didn't pay for any of this shit that's in here. Anyway. Um, <laughs> behind, the most recent Behind the Bastards episode talks about how there are literal skulls that they're still teaching students off of, that were from murdered or grave robbed colonized people. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're still teaching students off of these body parts. And they, we, they said they were anatomized, which is a nice way to say butchered. Mm-hmm. Butchered Fuck. people <laughs> and their loved ones had no say over it. There's a guy in Australia who owns a sugar bowl made out of a skull of an aboriginal and the his family members his surviving family members know that that this person owns it and he won't do a goddamn thing he won't give it back he won't apologize he won't even respond to comments he just has a sugar bowl made out of a stolen skull who the fuck needs that much sugar (laughs) sorry (laughs) <laughs> Going for and the low hanging fruit there, of course. And this is fucking. This is why, like, and and, and these Christian motherfuckers who want to go and s- spread Jesus to these uncontacted tribes, they're just like, they, they they're just they're just spreading colonialism. They're just spreading capitalism. They're 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 trying to kill their cultures. That's why I say fuck them to death. I don't mean literal death, but also I mean literal death. Mm-hmm. But I like they they do want to fuck these cultures. They want to fuck them out of existence. They want to take them and keep them as their own. And then some motherfucker like Dr. Oz can say the people of this, what is it, the Andalese? The North Island, Sentinel North Sentinel Island is what The yeah. North Sentinel Island have known these secrets of longevity forever. And then we fuck the fuck out of them by stealing all of that. And then Dr. Oz says that the weight loss medicine, which these people never gave a fuck about weight loss. They cared about weight gain their entire <laughs> existence. And, and, then they, and then they die. And then their culture dies. And their language is lost. And their traditions are lost. And then we're just supposed to be like, now they have antibiotics. Which, again, I want them to have antibiotics. I wish they could have it. I wish they could have antibiotics. I wish they could have vaccines and antibiotics and prenatal care and birth control and all these things without ever taking from them but there is no way that exists under capitalism which is why so many people have advocated for complete non-exposure to them we just leave them alone because that's better for them it's better for them and that's the and it doesn't take it doesn't take anything away from what we have already it, it doesn't, doesn't take anything away and that's the problem is that they think that that's what a lot of these people think is like we don't have a complete world until we have them as our own kind of thing and yeah until we own them 
and theirs. Yeah. Fucking people. Anyway, thanks for coming out for the Patreon show, everybody. We'll catch you again for another one next week. We'll see you.